Hello, and welcome to the Wealthy Woman Lawyer Podcast. We believe all women lawyers deserve to be wealthy women lawyers. Our mission is to provide thought-provoking, powerful, and practical information to help you in creating your own sustainable, wealth-generating law firm without overwork or overwhelm so you can live your best life. I'm your host, Davina Frederick, and I'm so excited for you to meet our guest today. So let's get started. Hello, hello, I'm Davina Frederick, and I'd like to welcome you to Wealthy Woman Lawyer's first episode for 2022. If you've been a fan for a while now, I thank you, and I'm glad you're here today listening to this episode because I think you're going to get a lot of value from it. If you are new to Wealthy Woman Lawyer's podcast, welcome. I'm so glad you're here too. The Wealthy Woman Lawyer podcast is sponsored by Wealthy Woman Lawyer, a company that helps women law firm owners scale their law firm businesses to and through a million dollars in gross annual revenue with total ease so they can fully fund and still have time to enjoy the lifestyle of their dreams. If that sounds like something you'd like to do, then come hang out with us in our Facebook group, uh, Wealthy Woman Lawyer, or follow us on Instagram at Wealthy Woman Lawyer. So let's dive into today's topic. This topic came to me while I was reading and listening to other online law firm marketers and coaches discuss how goal setting is rather passe that instead you should simply change your mindset and good things will come to you, no need for goals. So I chuckled to myself uh, because I know for a fact that those very same marketers and coaches not only set goals, but they hire coaches and they invest thousands of dollars and hours um, in working to achieve those goals. It's just what ambitious driven people do. We like to compete, especially against ourselves. So yeah, most of us are goal setters. But it got me thinking about whether or not setting goals can feel off-putting to some people, maybe because they have set them in the past and they felt let down when they didn't achieve them. Maybe you can relate to that. Or maybe because it feels like so much pressure to set goals. Perhaps it's because they believe something is wrong with them if they change their minds about what they want but they're stuck because they made some public declaration about a goal they set uh, back in New Year's, right? So can you relate to any of that? I know um, I've certainly been in those different situations. Have you seen that meme going around that says something like, change your plan, but never the goal? Yikes. So if we set a goal to lose 40 pounds in 2022, but after we lose 30, we find that we feel pretty good at that weight, and losing any more would make us look emaciated. What, we can't change our goal to lose 40 pounds? I mean, that's silly. I mean, of course you can change your goals. I say they're your goals and you don't need anyone's permission to change them, nor do you owe anybody an explanation. Many times when we think what we think we want is not what we want at all, but only setting goals and taking action to achieve them provides that clarity for us. So I've worked with many women law firm owners who who start out thinking that their goals are X, Y, Z. And then as time moves along and they do the work and they get into their business, they begin to realize um, that maybe their goals weren't lofty enough, or maybe that's not really what they wanted, those goals that they set. So certainly you're free to change your goals. Good goals are really just about your vision for the future. 
They are an articulation of what you want for yourself. And when we create them, when we write them down, we say them aloud, they are very powerful tools in helping us live the life we imagine we want to live. Recently, though, I was in conversation with someone who suggested that instead of thinking in terms of goals, which can feel really loaded for some people, we might want to shift to fantasizing. So fantasizing sounds way more fun and sexy than goals, doesn't it? In our fantasies, everything we desire, we can have instantaneously. So no hard work is required, no buy-in from others, no money's required. You don't need permission from anybody. You can just go to that happy place in your head. So it was quite an interesting idea to me because my philosophy has been a bit different throughout my entire life. I never wanted my life to live only in daydreams. I remember being a young woman and reading romance novels. I don't know how many of you have ever read Harlequin romance novels or any of those historical romance novels. Maybe some of you still do. But I decided I could either read about love or I could go out and I could find it. I could live it. I didn't want to read fantasies. I wanted to live them. So for me, that's what goals are really about. It's about taking that fantasy that life you've been dreaming about and taking action to make it a reality. What do you, what do I want? You're asking, what do I want? Uh, what is step one to achieving it? What is step two? And so on and so forth. Weirdly though, it's both worked for me and not worked. And I suspect that's just the human condition. Everyone is going to experience hills and valleys in their life, regardless of how much goal setting you do and how many goals you achieve, right? As I got older, though, I realized that fantasies play a much more important role than I realized when I was younger. How? Fantasies allow us to, to a way to get into the emotional state of having what we believe it is we must have to be happy, content, or satisfied. So you see, I never considered how important it is to be in the right emotional state before taking action on my goals. That is until I tried to bulldoze my way through life toward my goals and wound up burnt out and deeply unsatisfied. Having a strong vision or a fantasy about what life will be like when we achieve our goals actually helps us to achieve those goals in a much faster, much easier way. Why? Because we are in the emotional state experiencing all the feelings of already having everything we desire. And when we do so, we are vibrating on a higher frequency where those things we desire likely live, whether that's a, a loving relationship or prosperity um, or um, traveling the world, whatever that fantasy is for you. As Abraham Hicks says, uh, for those of you who know, know that I love law of attraction, Abraham Hicks and study that. Abraham Hicks says, it's like tuning your radio into the frequency so you can clearly hear your favorite show. So if you're just a few notches over on the dial, everything sounds staticky. The more dialed in you are, the better everything sounds. So the way to dial in to what you most desire is to fantasize, to elevate your frequency, to already get in that happy place in your mind uh, where you already have everything you already want. 
and then pay attention to what those fantasies reveal to you and about you. Then when you're feeling all the joy of already having everything you desire, you're in the perfect place to begin to take not just action, but inspired action. Perhaps by setting and baby stepping your way through your goals. But now you're coming from a place of inspiration, not a place of have to. The minute your goals begin to feel like pressure or drudgery, it is time to go back to your happy place in your mind and fantasize a little bit more and feel the satisfaction of knowing that at any time, you can feel the joy of having everything your heart desires. Truth be told that, and not goal setting, is your real superpower. It's my real superpower. It's all of our, all human beings' superpower. What would happen in your life, in your business today, if you started activating this superpower more often? So that's a wrap for this episode of Wealthy Woman Lawyer Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If so, and you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave me a review. I so appreciate you doing that. And also share this episode and others with friends. I don't know about you, but I love to just share episodes right from my podcast app. I'm often sending things to my husband and my best friend. It's super easy to do and it won't cost you a cent. And they'll really appreciate that you thought enough about them to share. If you are a woman law firm owner and you're looking for a community of like-minded women law firm owners to support you in your journey to scaling your law firm business, consider joining us in the Wealthy Woman Lawyer League. Log on to www.wealthywomanlawyer.com slash league. The link will be in the show notes to learn more about the Wealthy Woman Lawyer League and all that we have going on over there. Thanks again for being here and being a part of the Wealthy Woman Lawyer community. Uh, I still appreciate each and every one of you, our listeners, and your contribution to my life and my journey as a woman, law firm owner, and business owner. Thank you so much. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Wealthy Woman Lawyer Podcast. If you have, we invite you to leave us a review on your preferred podcast platform. The more five-star reviews we have, the more women law firm owners will be able to positively impact. Your thoughts and opinions are so important to us. If you are a woman law firm owner who wants to scale your law firm to a million dollars or more in gross annual revenue and do it in a way that's sustainable and feels good to you, then we invite you to join us in the Wealthy Woman Lawyer League. The League is a community of highly intelligent, goal-oriented, and driven women law firm owners who are excited to support one another on their journeys to becoming wealthy women lawyers. We'll be sharing so much in the League in the coming year including the exclusive million-dollar law firm framework that until now, I've only shared with my private one-to-one clients. For more information and to join us, go now to www.wealthywomanlawyer.com slash lead. That's www.wealthywomanlawyer.com slash lead. Lead is spelled L-E-A-G-U-E. We look forward to seeing you soon in the league.